0: Meanwhile, hi, this is Seb. And this is Marcus. And welcome back to Meanwhile, a bi-weekly podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and everything pop culture. But, you know, obviously this time around, it hasn't been bi-weekly, and we're sorry. We know you've missed us. <laughs> we were on a holiday. Well, I was on holiday. And I was taking some time. We, Yeah, you know, we just needed some time away from, from the city during this crazy time. So, we do apologize, but obviously the world has been moving on, even though we haven't. <laughs> And we're I probably know. going back into lockdown.
1: But more importantly, this is a really special episode because Seb and I are actually sitting in the same room. Woo! Social distance has been maintained. Yep,
0: indeed, indeed, we do have like a distance between us and shit. Of like... one foot. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't even kick you right now, so I guess that's alright. He's got very short legs. Uh, what's <laughs> that? What's that T Rex saying? Meet the opposite. I've got really small, yeah. arms, small uh, and arms and a really big head. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so today we're going to be doing a very special episode, and we're going to be talking about movies to look forward to, well, TV shows and movies to look forward to in 2021 or post lockdown, even though it probably won't be post lockdown at this point. We don't know yet. And that's the worst thing about COVID. Like everything is being moved. Mm-hmm.
1: Every, like you know, Black Widows. How many times <laughs> has that been moved? I Three, mean, four times legit, now. Wonder like, Woman, four yep, times. Mm-hmm
0: james bond Mm -hmm. a billion times but yeah so essentially today we're gonna be talking about the movies that we should look forward to i mean even though everything's been delayed and stuff blah 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 there are still movies that are meant to be coming out in the cinemas we're unsure as of right now whether they actually will be coming out in the cinemas a lot to see there but lots and lots of cool things have been announced we've seen trailers for lots of things announcements etc etc so today we're going to be breaking it down all for y'all we're going to be talking about dc we're going to be talking about james bond we're going to be talking about i don't know what else marvel don't give it all away okay true okay but yeah you know um if you haven't checked out our last episode about the mcu be sure to check that i was on a similar strand of like what to look forward to but this is kind of more on a broader spectrum It won't just be about the superhero films because there is so much to look forward to. There's more to life than superheroes. True, true, true. Although, I have to admit, there are quite a few superhero (laughs) films on this list. Now, let's go with... (laughs) I guess we're going to open with a superhero (laughs) film because it's the the first on the list, so we're not doing that (laughs) great. But, the first movie on the list is Wonder Woman 1984.
1: We will cue that theme song from the last film because the new one doesn't have a theme song yet.
0: <laughs> okay, so, Marcus, what are your thoughts on Wonder Woman
1: 1984? Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, Okay, the thing is, like, Seb and I have discussed this before, The first Wonder Woman film had so much potential and I mean, it's not a terrible film. Mm -hmm. Like the film is good. It's all Up till the end and where it just kind of becomes a CGI mess. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited for the next one. Will I go and see it in the cinema? No. Mm -hmm. But I will watch it because Gal Gadot is perfectly cast as Wonder Woman. Very true. Very, very true. And the story, (laughs) Cheetah is a classic character, but at the same time, it's a cheetah it's a person who just becomes a cheetah so i'm not really like massively like invested mm-hmm. like her gold suit with the wings looks pretty cool it looks kind of cool although like impractical
0: and <laughs> yeah but I, I do you know what i do like that because obviously with the christopher nolan batman films there began that trend of superhero films being very real and gritty And now, since Marvel, we've kind of started seeing a resurgence of comic book films that are meant to be a little more goofy, a little bit more unrealistic, so to speak. So we're looking at, like, Aquaman suit, like the classic golden green, or orange and green, actually. And I thought that looked great. It looked amazing. We had Deadpool with, like, his animated eyes and stuff. So it may be impractical, but I'll give him props. It does look sick. Okay. All right. Fair Fair play.
1: Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. I mean,
0: okay, on a scale of 1 to 5,
1: how excited am I? 1 to 5? Now let's do 1 uh, to 10, uh, one right. to as 10. our usual. All right. I'm, I'm about 5. I'm kind of indifferent because out of all of the characters that are in the Justice League, Wonder mm-hmm. Woman is probably
0: the least... Mm, nah, I debate that. I, I okay. disagree. I disagree. Okay, no, I disagree.
1: To follow up with my point, though, out of all the films that are up and coming true. out of the DC world, this is probably my least.
0: True, true. All right.
1: Seb, Seb now knows what I was trying to say. Like, she's a great character because she mm-hmm. is part of the Trinity mm-hmm. and she's awesome mm-hmm. in the comics. Gal Gadot does her justice. Mm-hmm. But her rogues gallery is kind of meh. Mm. Like, oh, look at me. I'm a cheetah. <laughs>
0: i mean in the trailer we, sh- we we see a glimpse of like fully transformed cheetah towards the end it looked like a cgi shit i'm show. kind of excited to see how they're gonna pull it off and stuff is it gonna look really bad or is it gonna look kind of cool we'll see i mean personally like i'm not a fan of how they're bringing back steve trevor um yeah like how but how exactly i mean there's rumors that um super soldier serum he's captain america yeah i no. I mean, there's rumors that Ma- well, it's not even rumors now. Maxwell Lord's gonna be in this. He, obviously, he had a huge part to play in Wonder Woman's comic book storylines. So I am kind of excited, but like you said, out of all the DC films, and let's just even say the films in general, definitely not the most excited for it. So I'll probably join you on that five out of ten. Yeah, five out.
1: Of we're 10. not we're not shitting on it. This is mm. not this is not the best start. It's <laughs> just in,
0: it's just in comparison to the others that are we're gonna talk about is probably the least you know well not least but one of the weaker ones yeah okay so our next film death on the nile i'm so excited <laughs> i've always mate. wanted to be able to talk about proro and here he is we actually technically have briefly mentioned mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. he
1: had a little cameo mm-hmm. Be sure. but to mate, check out. kenneth Wrong.
0: I don't know. I'm not like. Here's the thing. I'm obviously. I'm. I'm always gonna be biased towards the David Suchet TV version of Poirot. I think he's always gonna be Poirot. But Kenneth Branagh, he's been all right. He's been all right. But okay, let's be real. He is an exceptional actor. Very true. And he's a good director. He's a too. good director. I think what is most amazing about these new Poirot films. I mean, so for those of you who don't know, Definitely now is the second Poirot film that Branagh has done. The first one being Murder on the Orient Express. Not a bad film, I would say it was all right visually, it was mm, okay. But I think what is so amazing about these both of these films is their ensemble casts, and the casts have been amazing, which
1: is very much in line with like the original films Mm -hmm. because all of every iteration of these novels turned into films Mm -hmm. have had stunning ensemble casts. Mm -hmm. And you know, like said, would you like to shoot through some of the names?
0: So the cast of Death on the Nile. This ensemble is an amazing one as well. So we've got Wonder Woman herself, Gal Gadot. Army Hammer. We've seen him in quite a few films now. Um, most notably, probably Social Network. Lone Ranger. Mate. Lone Ranger. Okay, yeah, Lone Ranger. Uh, Letita Wright. She's obviously Black Panther fame. Great character. Uh, Emma Mackey. She's a relatively new actress. Sex had- Education sex education um you know i haven't really been able to see much of her because i haven't properly watched sex education yet but I've, she's got lots of huge fans so i'm very excited to check see. it
1: out it's really educational mm. Lol. for all of you teens out there here we go seven are grown men uh debatable so <laughs> we've
0: also got russell brand uh rose leslie from game of thrones um, annette benning sophie alcanado sophie alcanado like she's an actress that This is going to be really niche. But if you guys have seen the Stormbreaker movie with Alex Pettifer, (laughs) (laughs) what a shit film, but iconic nonetheless. With Mickey Rourke. Yep, she was in that film and I loved her. Um, But all in all, very, very cool cast. I'm very excited. We've got Ali Fazal as well. He's a very big actor from India. Huge, huge um, fan base, as they always do. Um, so i'm very excited to see this film and Praro, you know i love the Praro stories i've read most of them i've watched most of them so i already know well both of us already know the actual story and how it's going to happen but i'm excited to see kind spin on it
1: imagine if he had the balls to change it up
0: nah he would get the destroyed yeah no, but can
1: you, can you imagine be, like, I watching the film you'd be like haha i know what's going to happen and then at the end they're like what
0: I would kind of respect it, but I then I know for a fact they'll get like absolutely. <coughs> I also know for a fact that they'll absolutely get destroyed if they change the source material. So we'll see. I don't
1: think he'd be allowed to anyway.
0: Yeah, no, nah, I'm pretty sure they. Won't. Yeah, like rights or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, like you know, *Murder on the Orient Express* I think was decent. I wouldn't say it's amazing. I feel like the David Suchet one was actually better in terms of Poirot's performance. I would actually say that Kenneth Branagh's performance was one of the weaker ones in that film.
1: And it's still strong, though. Still, still strong, strong, but
0: definitely one of the weaker ones. Not as strong as a stash game, though. True, true. He does have a fucking majestic stash. I think Johnny Depp was really good in that film. I feel like almost everyone had a very good outing in Murder on the Express. So I'm very excited to see *Death from the Nile. So out of 10. I'm going to give it a solid
1: 7. Good. Um, I would love to give it higher, but... You know what's gonna happen, and that's the problem mm. with like films that you've like. That's the problem with remakes and reimaginings. Mm, true. Unless the director has the balls and the legal rights to actually change the ending,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: can't give it like any higher than a seven, and that's pretty high, I would say already. I mm-hmm. mean, what about you, sir? Because I know you love. This I year.
0: love me some bro. but
1: he wants maybe watch the whole series. Yep, it's fucking late. the
0: whole series. <laughs> it's, it's like fucking spans like twenty years. Of shit. <laughs> But, yeah, similarly to you, just because I already know who dies, what happens, who does it, maybe not as excited as I normally would be. But similarly, like I said already, I am excited to see how he's going to spin it, the visuals, the modern kind of retelling. So I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 as well. Nice. Mm, mm, mm. Right, moving on. We've already talked about this movie in our last episode, so we're gonna just skip right past it. But Black Widow, yeah, man, you know we're, we're kind I of. I can't even remember movie. what rating we gave it, but it wasn't very high. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. I was like, it was like a four or five.
1: Or next,
0: like yeah, next, No Time to Die, James Bond.
1: Cue that theme song because it's sick. Jeez.
0: So. What are your thoughts on No Time To Die?
1: Okay, this is Daniel Craig's last outing as mm-hmm. Bond. I, okay, I'm pretty excited. Hell yeah. Like, the cast is great. Mm-hmm. Anna de Armas. Oh, I love her so she's much. She's amazing. Ben Later ben Affleck, on in 2049. Ben Affleck is sick. a lucky man. Mm. But, okay, it's going to be... It can go two ways. It's either mm. going to be really good, and mm. it's going to be the perfect goodbye, mm-hmm. or it's going to be like the last few Bond films, mm. which have. Uh, been... Then again,
0: Skyfall was great.
1: Yeah, but that was a while ago. True, you know. I mean, like... there's only
0: been one after Skyfall, and that was. Okay, when okay, expected.
1: let's look at like Daniel Craig's track record of Bond. This oh, is no that is true, no criticism of him because he is a great Bond. It took me quite a while to come around to him. Oh, you know? I, I think yeah, same. Because he doesn't look like Bond. He's he's. A modern Bond. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like what Nolan did with
0: Batman, mm. in, in a sense. Dark, gritty, realistic.
1: And he Casino
0: Royale. One of the... The best Bond film of all I time. disagree.
1: One of the, the best. The best Bond film of all One time. of the best. Okay,
0: one of the best, at least.
1: Is he the best Bond?
0: No. <laughs> yeah, he's giving second me best. A look nah, he's like... second best. He's second best. Second best? First best is Sean. Second yeah. I give like him third man nah well who are you rank in pierce brosnan
1: oh yeah it's so. sean connery pierce brosnan purely for goldeneye
0: yeah but pierce brosnan in my opinion has only done one and a half good bond film yeah,
1: yeah fair play but let's be real goldeneye is one of the best Go- uh, like true, bond
0: films but
1: and i would like to put roger moore a second as well purely because live and let die true. is one of the best Bond films
0: and also big shout out to George Lazenby I feel like yeah yeah man was robbed. Magistri Secret Service is great the amount of
1: costume changes he does in that (laughs) film is nuts but we digress I'm really excited for this but I'm also quite paranoid because of the track record Mm -hmm. that he has had because
0: we've had Casino Royale one of the best phenomenal Skyfall one of the phenomenal Quantum of Solace one of the worst Ooh, if not, arguably if the worst. Sec- I would say second worst after Die Another Day. I would rather watch Die Another Day.
1: Because at I least guess it's, it's so funny. bad that it's good. It's like really okay, funny. Okay. And like... Halle Berry is one of like a, mm. she's an underrated Bond girl. Hey, Rosamund Pike as well. She with her like swords. Thing, I and feel shit. like
0: they had potential, but then the, no, the script of that movie is. It's about an Asian guy who gets cosmetic surgery to become a white guy. Like, fuck that movie. Yeah. Anyway, Quantum is pretty shit, if not one of the worst. Spectre, in my opinion, one of the worst as well. I agree. So he's had, so Daniel Craig has had some of the best and some of the worst. It's legit no in-between. So I get what you mean by would this film be one of the best or one of the worst? Because it seems like there's definitely no middle ground with Daniel Craig,
1: yeah, and it keeps it like they seemingly reimagine everything with Bond, which mm. by, to begin with I hated.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: was like, why is M this like really like annoying character? Like they've always, always, like M's always been so lovable and shit. Q is now this young guy. I'm like, Who? I like Q.
0: I like I like it's Ben. A, w- I like him I, now. I, I like Ben with as It Q.
1: took me a while to get used to him. Fair play. Money Penny, like...
0: I hate her. Like, why? I'm sorry, I actually Why hate have you done that? No, like, again, How no are you even to, allowed
1: to stay in the service like no if you disrespect to Bond? Naomi
0: Harris, but legit,
1: like, her well character's done.
0: fucking dead.
1: <laughs> but I get... they. Okay, let's be real. They probably changed it because of the sexist nature of the character, what right. it used to be. Like, fair mm-hmm. play. But you could have done so much more. Mm, mm-hmm. mm, mm she's kind of
0: there on that topic of you know bond try like them trying to redefine bond and refit it into the modern context of being a little bit more inclusive and politically correct uh there's obviously now lashana lynch she has been cast as another double o in this movie there were obviously lots of rumors that she is going to be the new o7 now it's basically kind of been confirmed now that she isn't going to be the new o7 she's simply The 007 that came in since Craig's uh, bond in that universe has retired. So it's not like she's replacing him in the in the real world, like film cinematic universe. It's that in story, she was the next 00 agent to take the mantle. Um, Now, what are your thoughts on, you know, this new? Well, if like there is going to be this new 007, what what that dynamic is going to be, et cetera, et cetera.
1: <clears throat> well, I'm not actually sure, to be honest with you. Mm. I think Bond, well, at least the Bond we have with Daniel Craig, he's not, like, a sexist, so he won't be like...
0: Mm, he's kind of oh, a sexist okay, well. okay, I think, But he's not on the I level mean, of, like, OG. True. true. I think mean, it's, like, one of those intrinsically, like, systemic kind of things where, like, it's just his character. His character is written like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So his
1: character has to be presented like that on mm-hmm, screen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So... But he's retired though. Like, will he care? Mm. He'll just be like, "Oh, you're another. You're you're just more meat for the fodder." Mm -hmm. You know, like it's not like this. Especially, this is not the first time we've met
0: another Double O as well. Like uh, Sean Bean, Sean Bean, Alex Trevelyan will always be one of the best Bond villains.
1: And in one of the um OG Roger Moore films, there is another Bond who dresses. uh, I can't remember the film is, but is so at the beginning he's a clown he gets killed He's oh, 006, yeah 006, I I think. six. I think poor it was kid 006. got destroyed Man, he got wrecked
0: yo he got wrecked yeah yeah isn't there a scene where you see his mutilated body or something? He, yeah he got destroyed
1: yeah okay poor,
0: rest in peace <laughs> rest in peace 006 but yeah no
1: i'm interested to see what the dynamic is because i don't think bond will care because like throughout his his tenure as bond he's become less and less yeah like heartened
0: with, with his job mm-hmm. and he's
1: also coming to realize he's getting older mm-hmm. he's not as physically
0: fit mm-hmm. hence this was why like, you know he he went and retired with leah Sedu's character mm-hmm. who i thought you know she was pretty interesting a character it's in just the last really film. weird to see him settle down mm, it is, it is it's
1: kind of like what are you what are you doing dude mm-hmm. you're supposed to be running around true
0: true like spreading
1: stds
0: but i think <laughs> <laughs> true that super like, spreader bond but yeah i am very intrigued to see you know how the executives and producers might try and modernize the Bond franchise do I think it might be a bad idea there is a part of me that thinks so because I feel like the character of Bond Bond and this whole franchise is definitely very flawed I think you know he is definitely you know has lots of sexist moments etc (laughs) etc but that being said I feel like The argument of it being a product of its time is kind of maybe no longer valid since that franchise is still going on now. But I do feel that rather than, you know, maybe changing the character of Bond, I feel like what the executives should try and do is maybe change what happens to Bond, if that makes sense. To kind of have that story around him kind of revolve. I mean, we have even have that, teased and like talked about in previous films where m just straight out says like you're a misogynistic relic from the olden times like you're you're a fossil james bond and we like that and i don't know i feel like that should that's a more interesting kind of thing to talk about of having like this suave lady killer kind of vibe but have him called out or like you know have like the people in his story kind of you know
1: but I don't want it to be too in my face, because that's True. not what I'm here exactly.
0: for. Exactly, but that's I, I agree, where I don't want it to fully be like, you know, them completely retconning and changing the whole character and stuff.
1: Yeah, because at the end of the day, like Bond was written a certain way, mm-hmm. and like obviously that's not an excuse. So they should update his character to an extent. Mm-hmm. Like James Bond will be James Bond. He's a womanizer. Mm-hmm. That that is his character. Like mm-hmm. he's an international spy, and he uh, arguably he was the one who created the whole. Personification of like spies are sexy, mm-hmm. they're womanizers, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they have been slowly updating it with the la- like, especially with him setting like settling down. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he's only done he's actually done that once before and she got and that went killed pretty, pretty <laughs> badly for him.
0: And you know, if they do that again, that'd be kind of ballsy. I feel they haven't like they, like I, feel like I feel like they are maybe. I don't know, I don't know. It is his last outing, so you know, it's all up in the air and stuff, but um, imagine. Daniel Craig's last
1: outings Bond and his like missus gets killed at mm. the end. That would be savage because mm. whoever the next Bond would be, I'm actually more interested in the next Bond film. Yeah, oh you yeah. You know very this true. film isn't even out very yet. Very true. no. I'm facts. more interested in seeing who they do. Like uh, who they cast. Exactly the dude has to be English. That's mm-hmm, all that matters.
0: Mm-hmm. He he does have to be a white guy. Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry. I, I kind of agree. It's one of those ones where like that is the character. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I do understand, like, you know, what what other people are saying. And if they do cast Idris, El- Idris Elba, um, there would be a part of me that's like, that's not my bond. But it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, I'm never going to give it a try. I will oh, obviously yeah. give it a try. And I feel like Idris Elba probably would smash it. it hey, he's a great Idris actor. Elba. He's fucking amazing. I,
1: I would argue that it would be better. Okay. I would categorize it like this. If Idris Elba was cast
0: as 007. Mm-hmm.
1: I would have no issue with that because 007 is
0: not it's James a code Bond. Name. It's it a, code a code name, name. even though they kind of retcon that in Skyfall. But.
1: Yeah, they 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 keep confusing yeah. people. But casting someone who's not like a traditional English like Caucasian character as James Bond mm. doesn't really like it. It it's like what. <sighs> I can't even it's describe a tricky it. one. It's a, it a very one. tricky one because like for me to say I wouldn't go see a James Bond film because they cast like someone of a different ethnicity is fucked. Mm-hmm. Like that's very that's true. wrong. But at the same time, the character is written as a white male, traditionally with like brunette hair, mm-hmm. like six one, six two. Mm-hmm. So for them to change it just because like our social mm-hmm. awareness demands that I mm-hmm. think that's wrong. Yeah yeah because it true. it should be less about the ethnicity of uh, the ethnicity of the character mm. it should just be about the film and the character and mm. the way the character was originally written mm. like if you want to make a, a james Bond film with an asian dude or or a you see what i mean like, like i was shaking his head like i <laughs> am all like we are all for
0: inclusion asian, yeah inclusion being asian and representation. but i don't
1: want but an asian, an asian bond. bond i'll be like
0: <laughs> what the fuck is this like i would rather like rather than making bond asian or whatever just let's just watch a brand new character who's right? like another start guy. a 006 franchise exactly or exactly but you know we that's a whole another topic for another episode Ra- okay one person i am very excited to see is rami Malik yeah. in no time to die he looks like he's going to be like a new doctor no kind of vibe with his like outfit and stuff and
1: blofeld's back isn't he
0: Blofeld i hope they back. actually do justice because yeah, christopher we'll waltz mm-hmm, mm-hmm. christopher waltz christoph waltz very very criminally underused in that last yeah. well not underused but just, just they fucked they it they did him dirty uh but very very good cast as as we said we've got anna de armas we've got jeffrey wright coming back as felix so that'll be nice to see Ralph Fiennes, et cetera, et cetera, Lea Seydoux. Very, very excited I am. I would say eight out of 10 for me. I'm going to give it a solid seven and a half. Simply because I love the director as well. Um, Kari Fukunaga, he did one of my favorite shows, Maniac. And honestly, I'm so excited to see what he's going to do with this movie, with this franchise, how he's going to end the story. He's a very visual director. He's a uh, American-born, but also second-generation Japanese. So I'm excited to see. Because, like, Maniac had lots of anime-esque kind of, like, references. In I don't want visuals. that in James Bond, though. <laughs> I know, but, like, having that appreciation of... A like, different in, eye, man. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Having a different eye, very exciting times indeed. But, okay, so that's No Time to Die. Pretty excited I am. Um, I don't know why I'm sounding like Yoda <laughs> yes, Yeah, Pretty excited I am. <coughs> um Okay, moving on. We have West Side Story. <laughs>
1: Zero out of ten.
0: Like, and I love love the musicals. original is
1: lit. Like, like, Seb and I both love musicals, mm-hmm. but like, I don't care. Mm. Stop remaking Steven Spielberg. Classics. Yeah, he hasn't done anything good in a while. Touche. His heyday was like what early two thousands. Yeah, really. That's when it ended for him. Mm. Like, touche.
0: So. Touche. Yeah, I mean, I I, I have to agree Who, and who's say... Who's in it? Uh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let me just put it Like, up. this is the equivalent of So when, we've got when someone... Anse- Ansel Elgort. He uh, he okay. was obviously in, what do call Fault in Our Stars, Baby Driver, Divergent, et cetera, et cetera. He's going to be, I'm guessing, Tony, probably. Um, Wait, aren't the characters his... Yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why is he white? Have they whitewashed it? Oh... Let's
1: oh, um, no. move on, because okay, this oh, is going to become a very oh, complex no. No topic. no
0: way have they whitewashed this. Because Tony was like... Nah, surely not. Maybe I'm just reading it wrong. Oh my god, nah. Okay, you know what? We'll move on. We'll move on. If you're excited for this film, sorry don't we yourself. don't talk about it, but you know, I'm just <laughs> yeah. not that into it. Um, okay, this is one film, for me, is a 10 out of 10. Dune. How excited are you for Dune? The trailer just dropped a few days ago.
1: I am so excited and uh I'm a fan of the original. Like it you know, the original is one of those films that is you either hate or love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm actually kind of in the middle. I I like it. It's not amazing. Did you ever it's read so the terrible. books? I have not, mm-hmm. but
0: I do know that it's pre Star Wars. The books is what inspired Star Wars was a huge inspiration. That alongside Flash Gordon, of course. But Dune is basically attributed as the quintessential sci-fi novel franchise it is that deep. inspired everything it goes
1: deep if oh, you yeah. think star wars is deep dune made the story spans like 40 years or something see shit. the crazy thing is right dune is star wars for adults mm. Mm. and you put that into perspective like star wars when star wars came out was was kind of star wars for adults at the time mm-hmm. so if you think of the themes that invo- like are involved in dune it is very, it's a no
0: thrills. It is a serious film. And it seems like it's very serious. In it the looks trailer dark. Already.
1: It looks moody. I it looks am sick.
0: so gassed. Hey, and they somehow got Jason Momoa to shave his beard. Mm. So here's the thing, right? When I was talking to Marcus about Dune like a few weeks ago, and I was like, yo, I'm so gassed for it. This is before the trailer dropped. I was like, yo, I'm so excited. The cast sounds amazing. Marcus, I know you were quite reserved. They were like, man, eh, we'll see, we'll see. And now we're both gassed for it. So I'm like, yes, really excited. Are. So... The cast is fucking lit timothy chalamet i love him he's gonna be uh playing paul the lead character everyone loves him fucking love timothy chalamet zendaya oh i love her as you would all know from one of the previous episodes i love euphoria i'm very excited to see zendaya we've got rebecca ferguson amazing actress oscar isaac amazing actor jason momoa dave batista Stellan skarsgård javier fucking bardem josh Brolin. josh brolin like it is an insane cast and it is directed by the god that is denny Villeneuve, and he did blade runner 2049 and arrival and arrival he is a, he is one of the best sci-fi da- he's visually insane that guy is on a roll bro he's sick like actually a, okay. Let's be like shout out to Arrival because I think
1: that's one of the most underrated oh. films in the last. Oh. Like, when did it come out? 2016,
0: something like that. 17, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah it's it's 50. it's criminally underrated. Mm,
0: great film, and I think Denis he's done. He is such a visual director, and I am so excited to see where he's gonna bring this movie. Out. Obviously, it is meant to gonna to be a franchise. Oh if this film bombs i swear to god it won't bomb as hard as the original though i mean i hope not because <laughs> like from what we have seen this seems to be an unfailable formula insane cast insane director amazing source material the visuals look insane already like come on it's. this got is to going be to
1: be what seb and i hoped in the new star wars trilogy
0: yep fucking so I've, true
1: i've abandoned star wars i am now dude mm, exactly well i was always dude anyway but now i'm even more doomed.
0: so dune out of 10 what would you say 10 same 10 out of 10 very very excited. honestly i
1: think that's the most excited i am for any film
0: oh probably <laughs> yeah i'd say like, nothing
1: else is like on a 10
0: i'd say it's definitely up there Ooh, when uh, maybe the snyder com- cut though oh nine nine bit. nine i'm paranoid <laughs> we'll see we'll see so it's that's coming out quite soon actually on the 18th of december 2020 holy shit uh obviously that is meant to be in theaters we're gonna have to see about that but we'll see he'll get moved very very exciting indeed for that um but yeah dune 10 out of 10 and we move so next up we have top gun maverick <laughs> i mean personally that's like a zero for me <laughs> way too i mean dangerous. i mean the first one eh, I, it's I a, was, okay it's, it's a classic, okay.
1: but like i don't really care about yeah i don't fighter give a, i'm sorry i, I
0: genuinely don't get like, a
1: fuck. and let's be real everything tom cruise is in nowadays is the same film <laughs> it's a stock reel i mean okay like let's be real though like he did learn how to fly a fighter jet i believe for this so that's pretty cool mm. but apart from that zero
0: <laughs> I honestly couldn't get two rat teeth about that shit. Like, it
1: means nothing to me. Like the original is a classic, but that does that mean it's a great film? No. Mm, yeah, it's, it's a film about fighter pilots. Exactly.
0: Moving on, I feel like we're so past that stage now. It's not um, the eighties anymore. Free Guy, starring uh Ryan Reynolds, where he's meant to be like a non-playable character in a video game. Ever heard that film?
1: uh no but no way dude you need to watch the trailer npc you
0: need to watch it's about like an npc in a video game where crazy shit happens around him and he's just like what the fuck is going on like you know how like in video games and shit you're like out you're the main character you're bossing it and there's always that imagine being the npc that's that film oh that's
1: sick that sounds amazing the trailer looks
0: lit i hope he's in the gta world (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll see so like that film the trailer's already out be sure to check it out i'm quite excited I'm, I'm not usually gas for comedies but the concept is genius so i would say it's a six or a seven out of ten for me i'm gonna give it a six because i've literally just heard about it fair play now you do, definitely i need do to love check it ryan out. reynolds though. you definitely do need to check it out right a quiet place part two four <laughs> nah two for me sorry <laughs> see i'm gonna try to be rational
1: about this right the first film had a crazy amount of potential but mm. it wasn't great. It's okay. But it's a cool concept. Overrated. Yeah, m- massively. The second film kind of looks better, but I'm still not really hyped for it. I mean, uh, Guy from Peaky Blinders is in it. Cillian Murphy.
0: Oh, cool. I love Cillian um, Murphy.
1: Yeah, so that's cool. So How I'm, many blunts
0: an amazing actress?
1: Yeah, but that doesn't mean the film's going to be good. Mm. I'm going to give it a solid... I'm going to give it a 1 out of 10 purely because what kind of asshole... As children in a world, right? Legit, It just doesn't make, to make sense. Noise. But oh well, anyway, oh, uh, like we lost our kid, and there are <laughs> monsters that kill everything at the sound of sound. Let's have three children, yeah. Legit, nah, fuck that. Like, shit. mate, it's people like you that end the human <laughs> race. Legit, nah, do zero.
0: Um, okay, moving on, we have The King's Man. Eight. Oh, my god, inject it into my veins right now. So, for those of you who don't know, King The King's Man is meant to be a prequel to the Kingsman series um it looks so good it's set in world war one we've got Ralph Fiennes it's gonna be lit I personally would put that as a nine out of ten for me fair play i love the kingsman series kingsman 2 the golden circle wasn't that good it's still really good fun, it's still man. good fun but kingsman 1 easily one of the best films i've seen in this decade agree i genuinely love that film that Matthew crushed put it. put
1: everything on its head oh yeah the for whole sure. spy genre
0: and like you know the visuals are amazing the story was amazing classic rags to riches kind of vibe this one set in world war one we've got rasputin Sick. in it and you know G- I think G-Mon Hossu's in it. He's one of my favorite underrated car- uh, actors uh, That, are, in my personal opinion. I'm excited for this film. I think it looks great. I'm very excited to see how the Kingsman was formed. And to be fair, when I watched the trailer, I didn't know what it was going to be about. Because I, I saw the Kingsman and I was like, "Lord, oh, that kind of reminds me of Kingsman, but I guess it's not related. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm getting kind of like spy vibes. What I thought it was like maybe like a World War One movie and then when they because there was like no one knew that this film was coming there was no speculation of it being related to the kingsman i feel like when i watched it, all i was thinking about was like wouldn't that be a bit confusing because it's so similar to Kingsman. but oh well so i watched the trailer and at the end when you see the tailor shop i was like oh my god it looks oh my god this is Kingsman. oh my god what It. my mind was shook so i was like yo so i'm very excited for this film uh, 9 out of 10 for me. What would you give it? i give it a solid 8. Boom, fair enough. I'm Gr- so ready for it. Uh, so we got a few more Marvel films here, but again, we yeah, already talked about it now. Let's last just
1: like power through them, though. Just so Eternals,
0: mildly. pretty excited for me. I would say it's a Re- 7 out of 10. Refer
1: to my uh, last uh, score in our last episode because I can't remember. It was quite low, though.
0: It was like a 5 or something. It's quite low. Eternals, is, you know, we're, I- I'm excited for Eternals uh, simply because yeah. of the cast. Yeah. In- interesting premise. But all right, we move we move on. So we're going to start talking about some DC properties now. Yes. Yeah. So as you guys would know, a couple weeks ago was the DC Fandom event. Lots of amazing trailers and announcements were uh, were put out. Firstly, everyone's talking about it. Matt Reeves is the Batman. On a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for the Batman? 8. 10.
1: You said you only had one ten. 10
0: yeah well i'm changing i'm changing it now it's a 10 out of 10 mate fair play it is legit right so from the trailer we finally get to see robert pattinson paul dano honestly it looks like seven and zodiac with the batman in it 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 looks like david fincher let's fucking go like how like it looks so good Obviously, like, around, what, 30% of it has only been filmed. Robert Pattinson has got COVID.
1: No, I believe they've resumed filming.
0: Okay, that's good. Okay, well, we'll see, but, you know, obviously, you have no idea how it's going to turn out, but from what it seems, it genuinely seems like they're really going into the detective story, which I love. No one talks about how Batman is the greatest detective story in detective in uh, the films as much. I am so excited for this film. So excited.
1: I'm really excited, but I'm going to hold off some of my hype because there's so much riding on this that they could easily fuck it up. True. Because sometimes if you put too much into style over substance, True. it can backfire. True. Especially because they're focusing more on the detective aspect, mm-hmm. which is great. I've mm-hmm. never seen that. Mm-hmm. That makes me slightly paranoid because it might take away from the other bits of batman that right. make him so great right. on the screen fair enough and maybe maybe i just need to ch- change my perspective of what mm. this film's going to be and see it more as a crime slash drama thriller mm. more than a batman i story. think
0: that's kind of the mindset i'm going into that it's like meant to be like a crime thriller yeah. with batman in it that's why i'm so excited because it seems so different from the that's other why batman i'm gonna
1: films. give it an, an eight because i'm slightly paranoid fair enough. there's as much as i love robert Patterson as the mm-hmm. director i'm going to be slightly
0: reserved cuz i don't want to get my feelings hurt that's fair enough that's very true Mate, man that, Colin that's quite Farrell, smart though. Holy oh shit. him as the penguin and like in the trailer he's even barely recognizable we saw Zoe Kravitz as well. She looks pretty cool. I mean, dude, she just has a fucking
1: balaclava on her head. How yeah, is that? True. How is that even cool? Yeah,
0: but like, this is meant to be like year two. Yeah, like, oh, it's based yeah, off yeah, of, of Batman Year Two. He's just begun, and right. you know, it's just begun. That's why, like, I am very excited to see, you know, you know how these characters are going to be. There's all there was also like a rumored, um, good, is there gonna be a rumored appearance of the Court of the Owls? Yeah, that is an amazing storyline in. Uh the Batman universe, one of the best things to come out of the new fifty two. Um so it was it was briefly teased, and there's lots of fan theories that this is gonna be about how the quarter of hours orchestrated everything. It's and gonna be so sick Maybe the Rid- about that. maybe the Riddler used to be a Talon or something, blah, blah blah. We'll see, we'll see. But I'm very excited for this film. I get what you mean though. I think it is a smart move to Still maybe super hype have... though. Mm, very true. But it might be a smarter move to not be as gassed as I am. Yeah, but might, I am you fucking might be gassed! Over-gassing yourself. Yeah, but honestly, it does seem like it's going to be a good movie. I, I, I personally Fair think. Plan. So we'll see about that. Next film, The Suicide Squad. Keyword on the because okay. you know the last one was just Suicide Squad. I'm actually so
1: excited for this because James Gunn. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing him say something like, this is the heaviest CG effect film out of like he was like, Yeah, I've worked on Marvel films. This film has way more CG. And, and he explosions. also said that
0: this is the best experience he's ever worked on in a film. It yeah. As a complete like fuck you in the Guardians yeah. fans almost. Like
1: I am so ready. I'm gonna give this a solid nine. I'm
0: giving this a nine as well. Because I mean the trailers looked amazing. That one well, it's not a proper trailer, but like the, the footage that they released at the fandom event, the cast looks amazing. Honestly, it seems like everything about this film looks wacky. Looks very comic booky. I mean, they've even got Polka Dot Man in it. Who, who other than James Gunn would have the balls, or like I guess Taika Watiti, who's also in this film, by the way, who would have the balls to put Polka Dot Man in the film? And we've also got John Cena as the peacemaker. Like, look at his costume. He looks ridiculous. It looks amazing. We've got Idris Elba's Bloodsport. We've got Nathan Fillion <laughs> as well, and apparently the rumors are that he's going to be playing detachable arm guy. It's going to be great. Detachable arm kid in the comics is just a kid who can detach his arm <laughs> and throw it at people. It's great. So that just sounds exactly like a James Gunn thing. Obviously, we're getting Harley Quinn back, Margot Robbie. We're also getting Captain Boomerang back, Amanda Waller, Rick Flag. So there's a few characters. Also, Peter Capaldi's in this. Like, this is a soft reboot as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there, there's lots of rumors about what this is going to be about. Rumors that Starro is going to be the main villain. Yeah. A very really... exciting indeed. So, you know, Starro,
1: you know, fun fact is the first villain that mm-hmm. Justice League took on in the original
0: comics. Exactly. Um, so, you know, I'm very excited to see this film simply because the cast looks amazing. The director, the creators... They seem like they know what they're doing. they were huge comic book fans. So, for me, as well, 9 out of 10, Suicide Squad. Solid. Now, moving on, continuing on that DC vibe, we also have... Well, this is less concrete in terms of release date, but we know more about Ezra Miller's The Flash movie. 10. Now, this, as well as a 10 out of 10, it is based off a Flashpoint paradox. Again, it is very weird that they're choosing to do this from now, but it also kind of makes sense because they're rebooting the whole kind of franchise. Flashpoint is the perfect excuse to reboot everything. But that all sounds fine and dandy. The one thing that they announced that shooketh me to the core. Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman in The Flash. Cue that OG theme. Holy fuck balls. And he's coming back as Tim Burton's Batman. Like that same Batman except older. And he's going to be back on screen with The Flash. It's going to be... Holy mother of God.
1: And Ben Affleck is back. No one thought he would come back. Exactly. Ben Affleck I reckon is Warner back. have been like, here is a stupid amount of money. Because mm-hmm. he's signed on for a bunch of things now.
0: So what this film, what this flash film is gonna be, is gonna be basically their reset button. So I'm very excited to see what they're gonna do, how they're gonna explain why there might be a new Batman or et cetera, et cetera, how they're gonna explain all the timelines and shit, how they're gonna explain this multiverse. So I'm quite excited for the DC universe because it seems like they're on a right track. They're on a good track, it seems. Uh, We've also got, you know, um, rumors of if the Snyder cut of the Justice League film does well, that Ben Affleck has been offered an HBO Max series. That is very, very exciting. So what we're looking at is potentially going to be multiple Batmans. We've got Michael Keaton, we've got Ben Affleck, we've got uh, Robert Pattinson. It might be confusing to the average cinema goer, but what it seems like DC's approach is they're no longer treating the audience as a bunch of fucking kids. And they're kind of like, look, maybe five years or even three years ago, they would have been like, oh, it's too confusing. We can only have one Batman. It seems like now they're like, you know what? People know about the multiverse. People know about different timelines. Marvel are doing it as well. Let's just fucking embrace that shit. Embrace the comic books and be like, yep, there's a Batman on Earth 1. There's a Batman on Earth 2. Tim Burton, Batman, whatever, whatever. So I'm very excited for this.
1: I'm a, Okay. I'm a 10 out of 10, but I'm also a 0 out of 10 because if they fuck this up, oh, Ooh, yeah. everything DC is trying to do will mm. fall flat and that's it mm. like if they fail this film dc is dead
0: yep if they fuck this they fuck this
1: so like you know i'm a solid 10 out of 10 but i'm also a solid 0 out of 10 because i'm scared mm, man. True, true like flashpoint is one of my favorite comics as well mm. and like i'm not expecting them to do exactly like if they did exactly do the comic though like i would lose my fucking mind
0: yeah like, that'd be sick. and like the other thing is obviously like in terms of the timeline of doing the flashpoint movie where the whole amazing thing about the original comic book was the fact that they were talking about decades of story building and world building and decades of character development this flashpoint movie would come in maybe what like seven or ten movies into the dc cinematic universe so it doesn't really kind of hit as deep as when the timeline resets and we and we see lots of changes but like you said and like we've both said since that there's, you know, so much crazy turmoil in terms of recasting, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, I guess this is the only, this is the best way to go forward.
1: Especially with, uh, with what's happening with Cyborg mm-hmm. and Ray Fisher and all of mm-hmm. that, so
0: we'll see what happens. Yeah, very true. Uh, but obviously, you know, if we're talking about, we have already have mentioned it briefly, and we did mention it in, in our inaugural episode. We've got the Snyder Cut coming out, going to be released in one hour segments for four episodes similarly and still the same score for me i am a 10 out of 10 excited for the slander cut did
1: you uh, listen to the junkie xl kind of like new theme
0: there wasn't a fan if doesn't, i'm completely honest doesn't
1: matter man it's sick
0: It sound sa- it sounds cool but for me and i even left a comment on the official video i was like junkie xl is cool and all but what made the previous soundtracks was had Zimmer. yeah yeah, of course. so junkie xl on his own that being said his work on mad max fury road really yeah, good yeah. so i think it's too early for us to tell from that sl- little snippet i'm hyped for it It sounded very generic for me i feel yeah. like what made batman versus superman was hans zimmer and his epicness the but zimmer we'll see touch, yeah. exactly um well yeah you know snyder cut i'm excited we finally got to see images of um dark side pre-dark side when he was named what was his name uxos or whatever um very excited to see lots of rumors we'll see about that so yeah, ten out of ten for me. Um, any more DC films that that you're excited for or or there's the next Shazam film. Oh yeah, Black Black Adam. I still haven't seen the first one. Um Shazam's alright. It's not amazing, it but it's just, not bad.
1: It just I don't know, the vibe came off as like this is too childish. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really I will watch it eventually. Mm-hmm. Like I'm excited to see The Rock. Yep so i I'd give that a solid five to be mm-hmm. honest, and that's quite high for me,
0: I think like you know the black Adam it seems like the rock was meant to play Black Adam, like he looks who the else Ro- could play he him? looks the part. what I am worried is because it's the rock, I'm worried that they're gonna make him too much of an anti hero slash oh. hero when Yes, he has had like somewhat kind of grayish areas, but in the comics, he's one hundred percent a bad guy. He's done some bad. Exactly. Shit. So I, I hope that they don't change his character too much to make him a goodish bad guy. I bet they do. It's probably in his contract. But they clause, will exactly. You know, like, I cannot
1: probably... be a full-on bad guy.
0: Mm, mm. But we'll see. uh But that's pretty much uh what we have to say about the DC fandom announcements. They've had announced a few games and stuff, blah blah. But all in all, very very exciting times indeed. For it to be a dc fan but moving on we also have jurassic world 3 negative 10 yeah i don't give a shit they I... have shat
1: on one of yeah, the I, greatest I fran- film yeah franchises. i hate that franchise
0: now it's so dead next fast and furious 9 you know what i'm gonna give it like <laughs>
1: a 3 because They're i wanna going see into how they do yeah. it in space. We'll see about that. That that film <laughs> franchise never should have started. They're all terrible.
0: For me, it ended after Tokyo Drift. Yeah, okay, that film like is terrible, but it's so terrible it's great. I like lo- for me, i loved it when it was just about cool guys racing. Yeah, now when it's it like, like heists and shit. Like yeah. Racing, na- it was j- all about just like paul like fucking cool races. That was just the whole vibe. But anyway, we move. Uh Godzilla versus Kong pretty high hype for this well uh, not me personally but around the world
1: yeah see after watching the last godzilla film with millie bobby brown like mm-hmm. just pre- just give it back to the japanese fair stop play. It. just stop
0: out it. of 10 what would you say Four, because it's just going to be a cgi shit show fair so is nah, it's, uh, i'll give it like a little higher i'll give it like a five just because like you know i'm semi-intrigued you need to watch the last one before you give that rating though. okay fair. it's it's pretty fair. bad. okay so uh venom let there be carnage
1: i'm gonna give it a four out of ten purely because carnage is a really interesting character woody
0: harrison's carnage would be interesting to see admittedly
1: woody harrison's just a fucking awesome actor anyway
0: i personally hated the first venom film it's not great
1: but tom hardy is a great actor he is a great actor he gave eddie all he could Mm -hmm. within the confines of the script
0: I think this is another instance of what I was talking about with Black Adam and how they made Venom a bit too much of a good guy-ish. He's
1: massively a good guy. Exactly. Like,
0: so I'm not a fan of that.
1: Venom, like, they've only, they almost made a comical, like, I need to eat his head. And yeah. you're like,
0: like dude. Na- now he's like, you know, he's legit like an anti-hero and he's not meant to be. So I'm not sure what I feel about that. I'm not that excited yeah. for Let There Be Carnage. I am, like you said, intrigued. By seeing what card is going to be like. But other than that, mm. so I, personally, I would say two out of 10. Fair play. Um, next up, we've got The Conjuring 3. Kay. Unknown plot, unknown everything, same cast. What are your thoughts? No.
1: Okay, so The Conjuring 3. <laughs> I'm not excited whatsoever because.
0: The last one 2 was shit. Is terrible, <laughs> like, actually trash. Mm hmm. I don't understand why people love Conjuring 2 so much. Because they're idiots. It's so bad. The the first Conjuring film is one of the greatest horror films. Yeah, I agree. Ever. Conjuring 1. That film is terrifying. It's perfect.
1: And James Wan is is amazing. Like Insidious 1, Insidious Mm -hmm. 2. Phenomenal. But (laughs) here's the problem. Off the back of the success of those films, we have now had a non-stop sequel franchise Mm -hmm. of... James One produces this mm. Insidious 5, The Last Key. Mm. It's terrible, mate. It is like, shit. Annabelle 1, terrible. Annabelle 2 is actually good. Mm-hmm. Like, that's actually good. Conjuring 3, I remember seeing rumors that it was going to be based
0: on... Um, Amityville? N- uh, it was either going to be Amityville... Oh, wait, no. They already talked about Amityville br- they briefly talked in, about, in the yeah. second one.
1: But it was, I, I read somewhere that it might be based on this case of like someone kills his family and it goes
0: to court okay. and he tries to oh like, yeah, yeah yeah he yeah, tries yeah. to proclaim that he, was he was possessed the first recorded case of yet someone saying possession yeah. right i hope it is about that That's that sounds an interesting, interesting concept that sounds very interesting
1: but if james is james Wan directing
0: uh let's have a look no it is going to be michael havis zero or chavez. out of 10. chavez
1: zero out of ten you know why it's going to be another fucking james wan produces mm. another generic horror mm.
0: film i mean look here's the thing very similar to you conjuring to real huge letdown and this conjuring free having now known that it's not directed by Wan, have to say it's going down the pecking order in terms of hype however i will still watch it simply because i have hope because how much i love conjuring one I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go in with semi-low expectations, but there is such a huge part of me that wants this film to be good. So I would say I'll give it a five out of ten. You're wrong.
1: <laughs> Moving on. Moving
0: on. <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife. I am so hyped. Th- this could be great. Mm-hmm. Or this could be terrible. Directed by Jason Reitman, starring Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, kind of like him. Dude, I hate Sigourney for- Weaver.
1: Yes, I'm. I'm really happy they got you know the cast back, and mm-hmm. it's it's really fitting that Jason, you know, is he's carrying is directing, the, yep, like I he's love carrying that. on the legacy. I and I really
0: hope Paul Rudd is in it as well. Yeah,
1: Paul, uh, Paul Rudd's in everything. Yeah, true. Like, but this could be great. It'll be really nice to see them all on screen again. Mm-hmm. I hope they, like, you know, Seb and I were having a discussion about this earlier and how the trailer doesn't use the original theme song. And I love that. It's great because mm-hmm. I feel like that it's almost too tied to the film now. Mm. Because, like, wh- I don't even watch Ghostbusters that often. And mm-hmm. I love Ghostbusters. Oh, I
0: love Ghostbusters. But, like,
1: I would rather listen to the theme because it's just so lit. Oh, it's so- <laughs> I honestly
0: have it on, like, my most played. Ray Parker
1: Jr., fun fact, you know, everyone knows this, that it was actually torn from a Huey Lewis and the new song. And he was sued about it. And neither of them are legally allowed to talk about the lawsuit. But if you uh, have time, go listen to the song, I, Wanna, uh, I Want a New Drug by Huey Lewis in the News. And that is the Ghostbusters song that Ray Parker Jr. ripped from Huey Lewis in the News.
0: Holy shit. Yes. Okay, fair. The more you know. There we go. Ladies when and you guys. listen to <laughs>
1: it, it blows your mind because it dun- 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 is the fair. same. Damn. Okay.
0: But um. Seven out of ten seven out of ten yeah
1: okay fair um, yeah I would, I'm, I would, I'm quite scared
0: i would jump on that seven out of ten as well um i'm excited to see like where they're gonna bring this how they're gonna you know move the story forward i think it's it seems like a very good cast and i like that you know it is pretty much the original story carried on even though we did get somewhat of a ghostbusters free in the ghostbusters video game if you know you know great oh, is this the game. weird one it was both on the Wii and the normal consoles, but dude, too, bro, yeah, the yeah. story was the story and everything was all by the original, like with the same gang. So it was legit like a soft sequel. Fucking great. Fucking great game. If you haven't played it or seen it, just go on YouTube and you can watch Ghostbusters free, basically. Um but yeah, 7 out of 10 for me as well for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Very, very cool. I think I think it's I really hope it's good. But we'll see. Uh next up we have Halloween Kills.
1: Halloween is one of my favorite franchises of all time. Michael Myers, fucking one of the coolest, like supernatural villains, because mm-hmm. he, he's so simple. Mm-hmm. No one knows why he's super, he just is. He's mm-hmm. so pissed off that he's just undying. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, Halloween, the last Halloween film, and I can't actually remember what the, the, the full title, was it just I think it
0: Halloween? Was Halloween.
1: Like, dude, oh my god i love that film fair i haven't seen it bro is it good bro Fair, okay it carries on yeah direct like i am uh i can't even express how much of a john carpenter fan i am mm-hmm. like that dude shaped everything mm-hmm. about me like the thing is one of the greatest things uh, oh like and he does his own soundtracks which i love like i'm so excited because um i can't remember her name now is back she's still Jamie there. Lee Curtis yeah Jamie Lee Curtis is still mm-hmm. in it and she looks so old now it's kind of scary but that's all makeup and stuff mm-hmm. but yeah I'm so excited did you watch the teaser for it Dude.
0: nope oh. see I mean here here's the thing that I never really because with the later Halloween films and how they become comical the, <laughs> I think I just kind of like lost interest but Um, now that you've said it i will definitely give the new halloween reboot well not reboot but like the the new sequel that came out recently a try and maybe i'll be a little bit more excited for halloween kills but seeing as i don't know much about the last film i'm not going to give a score in terms of hype rating simply because i do not feel i can give an informed decision but he's
1: going to watch it because it is a great film
0: i shall i shall but marcus what would you give out of 10
1: yo like i'm giving a solid 8 out of 10. Okay, here we go. Because we know what will happen. Like, it's a pretty predictable story, but... Fair enough. Unless they kill her at the end.
0: (gasps) All right, here we go. Next, we've got Morbius, starring Jared Leto. Two yeah i like, mean i couldn't give a two shits about that tbh he's such
1: a boring character
0: i mean it's gonna be in like the venom universe as well blah, which blah, makes me care but, like, exactly less. that's the thing i hated venom so don't, I don't you
1: think that the sony films like when it comes to these anti-hero stories they're they all look way too like dark and moody on purpose yeah
0: and then like when you watch it it's like i don't know i'm just yeah, like just I'm, for me it's like a zero
1: Ooh, i'm a vampire
0: I never really found Morbius as a character yeah. that interesting. If I'm coming, I prefer to like watching Mister Mephisto or something like that, you know. But you know, we'll 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 see. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. But uh, moving on to one of my most hyped and excited for things. This is coming out on Disney Plus very 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 soon. Mandalorian season two. Marcus, what are your thoughts on the Mandalorian?
1: So I still haven't seen season one. Okay then, because I've just kind of fallen out of love with Star Wars. True, so I've just enough. kind of stopped engaging in the Disney bullshit machine. Mm-hmm. But Seb has given you know the Mandalorian some a bit of hype for me, so I will get round to watching it. It's just that I'm not massively interested about bounty hunters in the enough. star wars universe fair enough
0: well i'm the exact opposite so here's the thing like i love the idea of a series just focusing on other characters outside of the main people outside of the skywalker saga etc etc just in the star wars universe so i already loved the idea before mandalorian even came out now when i watched it Admittedly, I wasn't on that same hype as everyone else in the community. I thought it was decent, but it wasn't that good. That being said, I have so much respect for Favreau, for the showrunners, for actually respecting the universe, the mythos of Star Wars, and not giving us some bullshit that we saw in the sequel trilogy. It was very respectful. And towards the end, after I watched the series, and after, you know, more time kind of mulling over it, I became more and more part of that hype gang. Because I think, like, in terms of the visuals, it was already, like, getting there in terms of, like, okay, this looks pretty good. But there was still parts of me that was thinking, okay, it's still a little Netflixy. if you get what I mean. Like, I feel like it looks Netflix is definitely a vibe. Like, you can definitely be like, oh, that looks like a Netflix show. For me, I still got that. But... Baby Yoda, you know, obviously adorable as fuck, but I was really just interested in seeing this, you know, the universe and the world building. And then at the end, we got a little bit of teasers, so these are going to be spoilers for Mandalorian season 1. But we had little teasers and hints of Boba Fett. We had um you know, I mean Boba Fett is obviously like iconic character. We're going to see. We also got the dark saber. So people that watch Rebels and people that watch the Clone Wars animated series with no dark saber very cool thing to see um now season two trailer dropped the other day it's coming out very soon um and it's already confirmed that rosario dawson is gonna be playing ahsoka
1: that is actually sick
0: that's fucking insane like we've never seen ahsoka on screen it's gonna be big it's gonna be huge we've got confirmed reports that sabine Wren. she's obviously in the rebel series part of the crew she's gonna be in the series as well but it looked like from the trailer. It looks like their budget went up two billion times. I mean, fair enough, because obviously the first show was such a they're, success.
1: They're pioneering a, a new technology. Like oh that.
0: my god, that technology is insane! It's basically like a like a screen that you put on a wall, and it like creates the whole background, and it's like adjusts the, the camera angle, the focal length, the position, and it just moves wherever you move. It is insane. So, what I love is that Dave Filoni. Honestly, should be the head of Star Wars at this point. And we've discussed this before. Mm-hmm. Fuck Kathleen Kennedy. But Dave, Dave Filoni is a huge part of this show. We all know how much of a Star Wars fan he is. If you don't, be sure to check out The Mandalorian behind the scenes where he dissects and analyzes the Duel of the Fates scene in Phantom Menace. Incredible, incredible interview. But Dave Filoni is a huge fan. Favreau, huge fan. They're doing this show with in more more budget more fan service. I am gassed. Like, it looks insane.
1: You know what I uh, saw the, uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before? Apparently, Pedro Pascal, who's mm-hmm. a Mandalorian, has fallen out with Fabri. <gasps> and he stormed off set because he wanted to shoot scenes without his
0: helmet. Okay. So. oh, I'm sure they'll be able to quen- quen-
1: Maybe They'll probably beat. just be like, here's, here's like a million yeah, exactly, more. Exactly. So and, and to
0: be fair, like, you know in lore mandalorians aren't meant to take off their helmet it's not a vibe um but yeah i am very excited to see because there are also lots of fan theories of ezra uh, ezra bridges character from uh rebels might might be coming back Uh, because the whole premise of season two is about mandalorian bringing baby yoda back to the jedi there aren't that many there's luke obviously but it's not common knowledge that luke you know defeated the emperor so I'm very excited to see, but the biggest fan theory that I'm most excited for is the introduction or potential introduction of Admiral Thrawn. So sick. holy mother of God, if they put Thrawn in this and Ahsoka, I don't, I couldn't give two shits about Ezra. I hated him, but <laughs> Thrawn and Ahsoka inject it into my veins right now. So for me, it is an 11 out of 10.
1: Okay, fair play. It breaks I, the scale for me. I can't even give. A rating until i've seen first season but fair enough i, I you, will get round to watching
0: it now please do please do uh we're gonna go through a very quick round because we're near the end of the list uh cruella starring emma stone as the new cruella Deville. that
1: could be great it has potential she's a great actress I'm, mm-hmm. i don't really know anything about i don't think anyone knows really yeah very little is known it's just a young cruella yep so i'm gonna give it like a a six mm-hmm. what would okay. you give it
0: mm, four for me yeah five. next we have based off of the amazing video game by capcom monster hunter no okay so monster hunter starring mila jovovich Hi. Woo! um it's gonna be basically humans versus big ass monsters fuck yeah directed by paul w s anderson it sounds terrible, dude. It sounds fucking shit, but the video games are so yeah, good. Yeah,
1: Monster Hunter, like honestly, one of the best games. So of all time. sick, and we we you play the Japanese version. Of
0: course, yeah. I played the fucking Japanese
1: like, wh- version. Why all these fucking weirdos playing the English version? Yeah, Monster Hunter Freedom. Fuck that shit. Monster Hunter Portable Second. Like oh. Seb and I can't speak or read Japanese,
0: but when mm. it came to Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter Portable Second g i
1: I oh. figured out the controls in exactly.
0: Japanese. Exactly. Oh, what a fucking game. To be fair. This, this movie is going to be shit. So this bad. movie is going to be so bad, dude, but I'm going to watch w. it. Paul
1: Anderson is a terrible director. Yeah, he is. Resident uh, Evil.
0: <laughs> legit, this movie is going to be dude, so bad, dude, but that, I'm that, excited. <laughs> that guy
1: is king of destroying video games. True. But, um, yeah. Zero. Uh, <laughs> Stop it. <I> Stop <laughs> him. <laughs> Start um, a petition.
0: Then we have Mission Impossible 7. I didn't even know there were seven. Tom Cruise
1: doing more Tom Cruise stuff. Legit. They're actually great action films, though. Yeah, Like, they're actually great action films. I
0: guess. Five. Four. Fair. Next, we have Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Okay, James Gunn is not on board. He is. Is he? Mm Mm-hmm. They brought him back. Damn. So he's doing both DC and Marvel. Man's got that flex. Dude, that guy's got clout. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Volume two. We mentioned it already on our last insane. episode. Like all of the Marvel films, we already talked about in the last episode. But we're gonna go. Did
1: we talk about volume three? Time?
0: Very briefly, yeah. So six. Yeah, I'd say it's a six as well. Very excited to see, simply because Thor is gonna be in it as well. <laughs> the Asgardians of the galaxy. Yeah. Uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Ring. Yeah, we talked about. Yeah, that yeah. okay. You know what? We're, gonna, we're just gonna skip through. over the Marvels. Right. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them three.
1: Just please stop. Just, just skip over this. honestly like fucking J.K. Rowling. Oh god, is destroying her own franchise. She's just like fucking herself. Like Like,
0: in terms of like real life, like the things she says, and you know what? Oh, I don't know. Like let's just skip over this. She's so less said is better. Less said is done. Uh, bet is better. The Exorcist remake rumored at least, but yeah. Like,
1: why do why fuck that? how could you remake exactly the greatest horror film fuck that of all time who's directing it no one uh, no, knows. no no confirmed yeah like fucking negative
0: 100 fuck you know that what? shit
1: negative 666 Fair. there we go
0: dun, dun. sherlock holmes free
1: that's been in developed for like
0: yeah it's been it's been confirmed though oh really it has been confirmed now I that sherlock holmes free th- is I love coming those
1: two films man
0: they're really good fun robert downey jr jude law who's
1: writing and who's, who's directing uh yet,
0: Dexter dude. fletcher whoever oh. that is, but we're not sure yet i'm sure it's still kind of like in development okay. and shit but um i'm kind excited if they do seven? make i'd say it's a six for me yeah Why something they like they that. Guy Ritchie back? i don't know he's probably like producing and shit but we all, making, like, we, we all we all know form. what that means like just because the original director is producing doesn't mean it could be good yeah. But that's pretty much the end of our list. Uh I'm just gonna, just gonna do a quick Google in case I've missed anything in my notes. I'm
1: sure like there's a billion TV shows coming out, but honestly, like mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. only TV show that matters to me is The Boys Season oh, Three. Yeah, true, true, true. Have you been watching The Boys? Though? Nope. <laughs> Gou. <Gout. laughs>
0: I have not watched The Boys Did yet. It's my favorite series at the moment um fair enough fair enough i'll definitely check it out i think like obviously there's gonna be euphoria season two they're already filming that great series (laughs) mentioned it in our one of our last few episodes um then we've got like you know this is two further further down the line so i guess we're just not gonna really talk about it but we've got black panther two again rest in peace Chadwick Boseman. bozeman rest in power bro uh, we're gonna very excited to see how they're gonna you know progress with that franchise.
1: I really hope his sister takes over. Yeah, I think it's the natural that's order. That's what happened in the comics. Exactly, it's the natural but order. Why are surely, people getting butthurt about that. And like,
0: surely it's gonna that's gonna be how it is. If people have a problem with that, fuck them. Uh, we've got Matrix Four. Oh boy, interesting. Interesting.
1: Hugo Weaving turned the role down in that film. Is Mister Anderson? Uh, sorry, not Mister Anderson. Agent Jones, Smith. Agent Smith. Yeah, he turned it Yeah, down. it's going to be shit. Well, I mean, I don't know. We we've still got like, you know, And Neo. they didn't they didn't invite um
0: Lawrence Fishburne.
1: Yeah, they didn't invite him back.
0: We'll see. We'll see. I don't know, man. Gents. Yeah, I don't know, man. The I don't Wachowsky's know. haven't done anything in a long, mm, long time. True. Remember Jupiter's do- Oh god, we don't horizon? even talk about that film. Yeah, exactly. We don't talk about that film. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, Flash, Avatar 2. Avatar franchise, I couldn't give a shit. Mate,
1: sh- that's been in, in progress for like 10 honestly, years. Honestly, fuck that franchise. Mate, that James first one was hasn't shit. hasn't done anything good in ages.
0: Now, we're gonna end this on one final bit of let's say somewhat exciting, but somewhat worrying news. Um, The Avatar The Last Airbender Netflix show. Now, the hype was all about this until Brian Konietzko and Mike Martino, the two creators of the original show, left because of creative different creative differences. What are your thoughts on this? And we're going to end it on this.
1: It's all over, man. Legit.
0: Fuck that. If the, cre- if the original creators say, fuck this, it's going to be shit. Yeah. Like, facts. It's going to be shit. And I do not. We already saw what M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, God. We don't even mention that film. You know what?
1: it's probably going to be some like overly woke feel like series where they're like just too woke in your face like the beauty of avatar is that it wasn't in your face Mm. it was just natural because that's what it is in real life like the world is inclusive, mm. whether you like it or not. Mm. But you don't need it to be, like, shoved in your face.
0: I mean, again, we talked about the original series on one of our last episodes, where we heralded it as Seth's one of the... 40-minute passion speech. Yep, pretty much. As one of the best animated shows and best TV shows of all time. Because it is. Because it is. So... When there were, you know, news and developments of this live action show coming out, we all, you know, were like, eh, not sure about that because we know what happened with M. like Shyamalan. But then the creators jumped on and they were like, yo, we're all for this. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be lit only for them to jump ship now. it scares me, man. It's scary. And honestly, I feel like they fucked it. I feel like Netflix have fucked it and, you know, seeing as there's such a huge like fan base of it now with the renew like with this new scene as well i feel like they've honestly just doomed it to fail i don't care point. man
1: i'm not going to watch it
0: mm, exactly
1: i i i'm more excited for the lord of the rings amazon series ooh yeah okay that's, we that's almost
0: forgot about that
1: way cooler and apparently, the production is on the level of a Marvel film.
0: I mean, it is the most expensive TV show already made. I mean, like made. of all time, yeah. already.
1: May Amazon have the money to spend? And Seb and I are massive Lord of the Rings like fans. Like, I'm, I'm looking at his fucking arm, like
0: <laughs> I've got Narcil tattooed. Yeah, on and me. I've
1: got fucking Gandalf on my exactly. arm. Exactly. Like, so we are diehard Lord mm. of the Rings fans. If you fuck
0: this Amazon. See the thing is, like they already have so much materials to work with, with all the appendices, with the Silmarillion. Yep. And seeing as they do not have that pressure of, you know, it's set, it's meant to be set like hundreds of years before the Hobbit, so there's no pressure of like having to put in, you know, characters we already know. They're they they could definitely mention, yeah. you know, like what are the cam- Elrond or, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Blah blah. blah, blah, blah. Some of the elves are probably going to be there. But I'm excited to see, you know, will they talk about Glorfindel? Will they talk about, you know, there's so much to talk about. Morgoth, like the original Dark Lord. There's so much material to work with. You know
1: what I want? I want a full episode dedicated to the guy at the beginning of the Fellowship. The one who laughs a little bit when Gandalf shoots off. Like little fireworks and the kids, what the? you know, you know the little fat guy. Yeah, the fat guy. With Why, the dude? I want to oh, know what oh, he does in his day. though. Like touché. you know when his wife comes out, it's like, and, and he's and, and he it, gives us like, oh, I, yeah. I, I'm speaking to a microphone, True. but I'm making the I'm, I'm doing yeah, the face, he is. so I'm like, <laughs> and know? he's like, and he's happy at first. I, and I want then a his whole episode of like the day, a day in his life, like, like a touche. He probably like wakes up, smokes a bit of the ganja,
0: like okay all right like we need to okay one thing we need to address they're not smoking weed it's tobacco yeah weed. it's know. different to actual weed people all my friends are like ah, the hobbits are it's always high weed. on weed yeah, it's, it's different weed. it's not the same weed like, guys i
1: feel like it's just because of the memes but yeah true 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 but
0: let's be real they're definitely like <laughs> sneaking some ganja in the back
1: like, mary and Pippin are definitely smoking true, some true. weed. gandalf
0: but, um, yeah okay true but uh, you know, we'll, maybe we'll maybe we'll see the blue wizards. Maybe we'll see more about Radagast. Dude, lots. Not even like Tolkien even knew about the exactly, blue but, wizards. But you know, they've got lots of like you know things they can do and yeah. explore. So yeah, definitely. I don't think we're gonna see that anytime soon. Yeah, it's gonna be a while. It's gonna I be a reckon, while. Uh, maybe 2022. Maybe 2020. End of 2021. I maybe of we'll see a trailer, year. perhaps. Yep. But you know, like. Evidently, we just spent 70 minutes talking about all the things that are coming out. Lots and lots of things are coming soon, and we are very excited. Obviously, with the world in this crazy, crazy time, I think the one thing that is uniting us is our appreciation for films. And now that we have so much time on our hands to watch these things, I feel like now more than ever, do these films need to be good?
1: Dude, I have netflixed primed now tv disney plus so much mm-hmm.
0: this year is mm-hmm. bad exactly like, I
1: actually barely listen to music anymore
0: <laughs> i now whenever i'm working i genuinely have like a Something show or movie in right? the background it's just
1: nice mm-hmm. like before like when i was working in the in the real world quote-unquote like mm-hmm. i'd have music on the background but nowadays mm-hmm. like i'm at home
0: chilling like, exactly. i can i can have like and like for the longest time like i feel like now more than ever have i been able to talk more about movies with random people not yeah. like i see random people but like on online or like on chats and stuff normally i'll be talking to like another photographer and i'll be like oh have you seen this movie or something and they're like no now they'll be like yo have you seen a new *Mandalorian* or something?" i'm like yo everyone's becoming a geek it's great i love it Yeah, I mean, that's why we started the podcast exactly we have more time on our hands exactly everyone's becoming a geek now so i love it <laughs> Like Seb and I are actual geeks. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, if if there was a geek competition, then then we win. Like I can write Elvish, I can write Sindarin Elvish. Ain't
1: nothing but a G thing, baby. I bet,
0: I bet none of yous even knew there was Quenya and Sindarin. There's two types of Elvish in Lord of the Rings. Anywho, (laughs) geeks (laughs) aside, as always, I've been your boy Seb, and I've been the boy Marcus. Thank you so much for listening. Again, we do apologize for that little break and that hiatus. We are indeed back and back to our regular bi-weekly schedule. And thank
1: you for listening to our special episode. We
0: where we're in the same room together. This
1: is actually a lot It's a seminal moment. It's a lot easier. Yeah, now. Seb, sure. I haven't seen each other since February. 6 yeah. months. Mm-hmm. Cuz we adhere to social distancing unlike most of England.
0: Lot. <laughs> but yeah, you know, uh it, thank you so much for listening and we hope you guys stay safe. Stay indoors. as much as you can say it sort it see it say it sorted all right thanks guys Bye. bye